Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today we have a very special episode for you guys. We're visiting live in the studio with Mr. Sean Frisbee. He's the founder and president of Vertex Partners in Morgantown, West Virginia. Sean, welcome to the studio today. Welcome to Morgantown. I am super excited to be here, Jim. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Before we dig into that, I want to talk a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and indeed across the country. Since 2017, our goal is to bring you encouraging and inspiring business stories each week from right here in the Mountain State. We believe that by encouraging others with the possibilities that entrepreneurship and small business ownership can bring, we can help change the direction of West Virginia and help keep our young people here in the state. We just love telling these stories and Quite frankly, not a lot of people ever get to hear about. And our hope is that we um, help you guys to realize that you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here or come here and build a great company or even move back. If you've left West Virginia, move back here to West Virginia and be a part of this amazing small business culture we have right here in our state. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced that we can all learn from their experiences and most importantly, I think their stories. Over the past several years, we've produced close to 300 episodes and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of of promoting small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. Our guest once again today is Sean Frisbee. He's the president of and founder of Vertex Partners in Morgantown. Sean, welcome once again. Thanks for being here. We're so excited at Vertex to be here. And our mission's a whole lot similar to what, <laughs> what you're doing. We're going to learn about that. We're going to di- dive into that. If you guys don't know, uh, Sean Frisbee is a retired Air, For- Air Force colonel. He founded Vertex Partners in 2021, just this year, to solve problems for the U.S. Air Force while bettering the economy of West Virginia. He's the former president and CEO of the WVU, West Virginia University Alumni Association, and once uh, was the systems program director for the Pentagon's F-22 Raptor program. That's pretty awesome stuff, and I want to learn more about that as well. Sean brings a veritable wealth of knowledge uh, in cooperative know-how to Vertrex mission of transforming West Virginia into a powerhouse for the national defense industry. We invited Sean Frisbee on the show today to talk about Vertex Partners, to share their story and to talk about the business he's leading right here in West Virginia. Sean, again, thanks for being with us. And before we go any further, thank you for your military service. We appreciate that. Take a minute, Sean, and tell us a little bit about Vertex Partners. Well, what we're trying to do is we're trying to grow the uh, number of jobs, the number of companies, uh, the number of people who are uh, supporting national security and trying to grow the federal marketplace in West Virginia. There certainly is a need for this. Uh, West Virginia needs to get their fair share of uh, DOD dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we've seen this work in other states. And so we're working closely with the United States Air Force and uh, helping to identify 
entrepreneurs and researchers, small businesses, uh, those who uh, have innovative solutions and matching those solutions with challenges that the U.S. Air Force and DOD have. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. Well, Sean, you know, talk a little bit about how you got started in Vertex. You just started in 2021. Talk a little bit about the impetus for how, how do you start a company and, and why did you start this thing? Yeah, so this was a very unusual situation. I had actually helped build a similar program in Ohio back in 2013, 2014. Wow, okay. Uh, the U.S. Air Force uh, discovered that there were a lot of technologies, there were a lot of companies out there that they didn't know about. There was a lot of research going on at higher education institutions that they didn't know about. Hmm. And so I helped start a program in Ohio called the Ohio Federal Research Network. And uh, that program turned out to be a very positive program for the Air Force. Now, I came back to Morgantown in 2015 to take over the uh, WVU Alumni Association. Right, right, and so right. I kind of, you know, exited from there. Uh, but about 18 months or so ago, the Air Force called me up and said, hey, this program that you helped start was uh, very successful in mm -hmm. Ohio. We would like to expand into Appalachia. It's an area that is underserved uh, in terms of solving Air Force and DOD problems. And uh, we're wondering uh, if you'd be willing to help us out with that. And so I'm partnered with uh, Parallax Advanced Research in uh, Dayton, Ohio on an Air Force contract. And uh, here we are. And so we're focused in West Virginia right now and trying to find those entrepreneurs, the research at the higher education institutions and small businesses to solve Air Force problems. That's awesome. Well. You know, you mentioned Parallax. They're based in Dayton. Well, of course, the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is in Dayton, Ohio. We don't have an Air Force Base in here, here in West Virginia. What makes West Virginia a great fit for this? Well, in fact, because we don't have a place like Wright-Patterson Air Force yeah. Base, it, it, that's one of the challenges. So when, when you're at a location where you have a lot of former military, a lot of, the, a lot of defense contractors, a lot of retired civilians, and you're an entrepreneur, you tend to bump into these people right. all the time. Yeah. And you're in the circle. Basically. You're yeah. you're you're in that circle. And and that doesn't happen as much in places like West Virginia, in other areas, frankly, in Appalachia. Yeah. And so it can be daunting for a company to think about how do I do business with the government? And you get on the websites and you try to <laughs> maneuver your way through and where do I all even begin? And... All all the acronyms, <laughs> right? Yeah. We live in acronyms in the in the DOD. And, um, and so we're, we're trying to help lower that bar. Mm -hmm. And we're helping identify these companies, these technologies, helping to match those to the needs of the Air Force, and then holding these companies' uh, hand and walking them through the process. This is how you actually do this business. And wow. the great part is, and this is what is really unique, is it doesn't cost the company anything to have that service uh, done. The Air Force is paying us to do that, and wow. which is a very unique opportunity. And yeah. so we're super excited. We think that there's some uh, great opportunities in West Virginia, and we're only getting started. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I want to rewind a couple of years. You went to, you grew up uh, in upstate New York, but you came to WVU to study aerospace engineering became involved with ROTC, and that launched your Air Force career. Talk a little bit about, um, you know, kind of what brought you to West Virginia and then what kind of brought you back here. I was, I'm kind of curious about that. I actually think that this is a great West Virginia story. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm a senior in, in high school and want to study aerospace engineering. 
and I have an ROTC scholarship, and we've gone around and looked at all the schools, and and I had selected a school uh, north of us that will uh, remain unnamed, <laughs> and uh, had 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 committed to going to school there, and my dad. Uh, work for the local gas company. He put in gas lines. And he came home one night and he had been putting a gas line into this guy's house. And lo and behold, this individual was an aerospace engineering graduate from West Virginia University. In, in upstate New York. In upstate New wow. York. And over the course of a day and a half, he convinced my dad to bring me to Morgantown. And, That's great. And uh, so we came down and we spent a couple of days and it was really the people. It were it was mm. the people in Morgantown mm. that um, were just so friendly, so open, so willing to help me. As we drove out of the state on the way back home, I said, "That's where I'm going to school," and that's how I ended up here. That's awesome. That is a great West Virginia story. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that, Sean. So, you know, fast forward now to where you're at, you're at. You're starting a company here, starting an entrepreneurial venture, which we love here at Positively West Virginia. What makes West Virginia the ideal place to start a company like this? You did it in Ohio, right? You had the startup. What, why Morgantown? Why West Virginia? Well, we, we have a lot of successful businesses. Many of them mm -hmm. are in other industries, though. Mm -hmm. uh, they might be in oil and gas. They might be in fintech. Of course, we're seeing a very significant increase uh, in all kinds of tech in West Virginia. Yeah, we've had a lot of them on this show, actually. Yep. They may not be applying their solutions to DOD problems, but they are they are innovative solutions that need to be solving applied. Problems. They're right? solving yeah. problems. They're solving problems. And or they maybe they're doing uh, some work in cybersecurity for yeah. the FBI, or they might even be able to uh, be working with the um, Department of Energy and Nettle. Mm -hmm. uh, and so how can we shape those solutions in a way that can actually be applied to Air Force and DOD problems? And, and what we're finding is there's a lot out there. There's a lot more out there than you would think. There's a lot of high tech work going on in West Virginia. We just have to find those gems as we call them, right? Where are those gems? Yeah, exactly. And, and West Virginia uh, can be a leader in this area. And I think that there's some specific areas that uh, we can lead in and, and those are the areas we're, we're focused in. Yeah, Sean, thanks for sharing that. My, my dad was, a, uh, was an army guy, you know, uh, he passed away um, in, in 2020, uh, but I always had, a, had an affinity for the military. And I always like to watch the military wranglings, the, the goings on. Okay. And it seems to me like technology is, I mean, obviously is the future, right? And we, we talk about unmanned aircraft and drone technology and all these different um, swarms, they call them like drone swarms or, and all this kind of stuff. It, it is tech it, and it's probably going to be the wave of the future, not necessarily boots on the ground so much, but technology. And how do we, how do we protect our country Right through the U.S. military through technology is that is that kind of on point what I'm what I'm thinking? Certainly, technology uh, is key. Yeah. There's there's no there's there's no doubt about it. I will mm -hmm. tell you though, what makes the U.S. military uh, the best military in the world are the people and the training the together yeah. with the technology. Yeah, right. Yeah, so the yeah. the technology is certainly an enabler, and as we say in the military, we're not looking for a fair fight here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, we, we are, we're we, not looking to level the playing field, right? That we do not want to level the playing field. We want to make sure yeah, that uh, our folks are, are taken care of. And so technology does play yeah, a very important yeah, role. Yeah. 
and um, and you find it across all the services. Yeah. So um, certainly the future will only continue to grow that way. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, talk a little bit about. Um, well, let me let me let me back up because I always like to ask, ask this question of all of our guests. Your thirty second pitch for Vertex Partners. Talk a little bit about that. What is it you tell people you do in thirty seconds? We find entrepreneurs, technologies, researchers, small businesses with innovative solutions to solve national security problems. That's awesome. That was like thirteen seconds, I think. I, I didn't time it, but it felt about thirteen <laughs> seconds. You got your pitch down. That's that's great. What would you say is the thing you're most excited about, Vertex Partners, right now? We are seeing some areas that we think that West Virginia could be leaders in, and uh, could really reshape the the state. Yeah, and especially reshape some areas of the state that have been hardest hit. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, the southern coal fields. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we look out there and look at some of the, for example, the advanced uh, carbon material research that is going on and some of the companies that are focused in materials, we think that West Virginia could really play a leading role in those areas. And, mm. and if you think about it, it's not just making the materials, but then you have all of the downstream things. You've got all of the advanced manufacturing, which we are already really good at. We're yeah, already exactly. good at that making stuff. <laughs> we can all we, we are good at we are good at making stuff, and we're good at making stuff in a in a high tech manner. Yeah. And so, so we really think that um, this area of advanced carbon materials could be uh, something that could be an economic cluster uh, for West Virginia, all the way from the raw materials, carbon ore. I.e. coal, yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. Through coal tar pitch and composites and other advanced carbon materials into the manufacturing of end products. And yeah. so that's one area, for example, that we think that we could uh, really do a great job in West Virginia. Yeah. So what's the geographic area that Vertex Partners serves? Is it primarily West Virginia? I mean, you mentioned the Pentagon and Washington, D.C. Talk a little bit about the area where you're really focusing in on. Yeah, so let me throw an acronym at yeah. you. Our AOR, our area of responsibility, <laughs> yeah, like it. Yep. is Appalachia. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's, so that's if great. you think about the area that the uh, Appalachian Regional Commission covers, actually yep. from Western New York, my town in New York where I grew up in is in Appalachia on the northernmost end, clear down to Georgia. Yeah. And so that's our AOR. Yep. This year, we are focused in West Virginia, and a lot of what we're doing is we're proving out the kind of the processes that we're going through. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're kind of testing the waters. We're focused in, in West Virginia. We will always focus in West Virginia. Over the course of the next 12 to 18 months, we'll expand out to, through the border states. Yep. So in 2021, you started this company, how many team members do you have on, on the team now? Yeah, we're a small team. Small team. So we have, um, there is about, there's eight of us right okay, now uh, on the team and we'll grow a few more perhaps, okay? But uh, it's gonna be a small business. Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. And I, I envision the model is teaming with other companies, right? You, you said like Vertex is really there to connect and, and, and show the way, the pathway, right? Equipping folks. We are primarily a connecting company. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to connect uh, individuals and companies to other individuals and companies to yeah. partner. 
Uh, we want to be able to connect them to opportunities in the DOD. And oh, by the way, those opportunities, and I, I, say, I say DOD, so it might be with the Air Force, but it also might be with one of the prime contractors, a yeah. Lockheed Martin, a Boeing, an Aerojet Rocketdyne, a Raytheon. And that's, just, that's huge in West Virginia because this, you know, we have a growing, thriving aerospace industry here in West Virginia, not only down in Huntington, but Bridgeport, West Virginia, and across the state, there's a lot of aero, aerospace companies that are just com some of the companies you just mentioned, right? There are. In fact, um, Lidos moved their software factory here to Morgantown, yeah. you know, several years ago. And so yeah. across the state, in fact, I think aerospace can impact uh, the entire state. Yeah. Uh, it, it's already impacting much of it. And I think as we get more into uh, what's called advanced air mobility, which mm -hmm. is using drones and electric uh, vertical takeoff and landing aircraft mm -hmm. for delivering goods and people, mm -hmm. I see this impacting the entire state in a very positive way. Yeah, absolutely. I envision a day where we'll be sort of like the Jetsons flying around in, in you know, personal vehicles you know we won't have roads we won't have to worry about potholes we'll we just have to work worry about turbulence i guess i don't know that may be sooner <laughs> sooner than you think actually <laughs> you probably know stuff right <laughs> i'm sure you do that, that's pretty cool so sean what what month did you guys start in 2021 um we we really got going in june in june so just a couple of months into this what would you say is your, has been your best business moment in just a few months finding some great companies and having some conversations with companies that you just wouldn't believe that the work they're doing is going on in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real experts. And, uh, and, and this, by the way, is in every corner of the state. And, and finding those people in every one of those conversations that, that we have, I'll get on a Zoom, we'll have it scheduled for 30 minutes, and an hour and a half later, we're, <laughs> we're still going because what they're doing is yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And they're really pushing the technology in their particular area. Absolutely. And, and we, we see that uh, every week with this show and, and our mastermind that, that we do each Friday. It is just amazing. It's overwhelming how much cool stuff is actually happening in West Virginia. You know, you and I were talking uh, before we started uh, this interview about uh, just chit-chatting about your experience with the Alumni Association and some of the some of the um, attitudes that were kind of pervasive and, and, and not to be... Um, derogatory in any way, because this is positively West Virginia. But that is a um, an attitude sometimes that pervades West Virginians is that we're just West Virginia. We, you know, we can't do that or you know, almost like an underdog mentality. And I don't know if we thrive on that sometimes, but talk a little bit about your experience with that and and how you're overcoming some of those perceptions. Yeah, I I did notice that, Jim, when when, when I first came back in 2015, it was um, it was very in front of me that that there was this this feeling of we're only West Virginia yeah, yeah. and and I hadn't experienced that anywhere else that I've lived in, and I've lived all, all over the world and and I'm like no we're West Virginia right and and uh, and so we do need to be positive we we need we need to be grateful for um, what has happened and I know there's been a ton of challenges but just the change since I came back in 2015 across the state is yeah. very, very significant. Yeah. Right now is the time. Yes. There, There is no time like right now to be starting companies. There's yeah, no absolutely. time like right now to be growing your business. And we've got to take advantage of the momentum that mm -hmm. is going on across the state. Yeah. So many good things in every sector and, and just go after it. Well, 
we had on this uh, on our mastermind program that I mentioned uh, a couple of months ago, we had John Chambers on for an hour. It was really great conversation and just to hear his insight. You know, he's the namesake of the John Chambers College of Business and Economics at West Virginia University. And, you know, he's made his mark on uh, not only in the United States, but globally, especially in the technology sector. But he he said very some, something very similar to, to what you said, Sean. He said, the window of opportunity for West Virginia is open. He said the pandemic has really opened that even wider because people, you know, with the remote work and people, you know, the tech tech sector can work anywhere now. And he said, but that window, and he said, like you said too, entrepreneurship is is uh, is open. Let's go, but you got to move because that window will not be open for very long. He said three years, maybe four max, and and that was this summer. And so I feel like the clock is ticking, but it's guys like you that are out there starting companies, taking those chances, take, taking the risks, hiring people, and going out and solving problems, taking it to the marketplace, and you're going to change the course of West Virginia. I mean, that's that's what's cool about it. The door's open, the window's open, however you want to view it, and you're doing it. And I think that's that's super cool. So since June of 2021, you know, I don't know if you've had a worse business moment, but I always like to ask folks, you know, which been your worst experience so far? Well, I don't think I've had a worse moment in this. I mean, I've had in other businesses, I've had a worse moment, um, but with, um, no, it's it's really been fantastic. Yeah, you, so you so hit far, the ground running, and you guys are just rocking and rolling. We hit the ground running, and we are we've got a great team, hmm. and the we've got all the website up and social media is going. We're getting the the word out. Hmm. Being like on this yeah, podcast yeah. is a great way of, cool. of of getting the word out and really trying to uncover these companies. And so, really, it's been very very positive. And we've had great reception uh, at the state level, at, uh, at, at the higher education level. I'm super excited to uh, get engaged with all of the higher education institutions across the state. Of course, I know WVU well, having uh, just, just come from there. But uh, next week, um, I'm meeting with President Gilbert down at uh, Marshall. And of course, we've got Brad Smith coming in on yeah. January 1st. It's going to be exciting. That's so cool. Just so many opportunities. Uh, next week, um, I'm going down to West Virginia State, and uh, we're going to be uh, meeting uh, with the leaders down at West Virginia State and just really looking mm. forward to just expanding and getting out to see and meet more more people. Absolutely. Sean, you know, one of the things that that uh, that I'm a big proponent of, and I have a, a young daughter, uh, works for the FBI, my son-in-law and, and my daughter both work at the FBI here in, in West Virginia, Harrison County, finding opportunities for them so they don't have to leave the state. You know, I want to have a new grandbaby, you know, for, 14 and a half months old. And uh, I want to be, I want to, I want to see him every weekend, you know, uh, but guys like you, the, those relationships with, with Marshall, with West Virginia state, with WVU, that's going to encourage and give opportunities for these kids where they don't have to necessarily leave the state of West Virginia. I, I get if you want to go away for a couple of years, but come back as quickly as you can. You know, I, uh, to me, that that is, that's awesome. And that's what, uh, that to me is the future of, of keeping our young people here is, Guys like you starting ventures, starting companies, providing those opportunities, taking the risks, and, and actually getting that done, not just talking about it. 
So I, I commend you for that. I want to uh, mention just a second uh, our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they include the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening in the great state of West Virginia in business. Today, our, our guest in the studio here in Morgantown is Sean Frisbee. Sean is the president and founder of Vertex Partners. Uh, Sean also is a retired Air Force colonel and a, the former president and CEO of the WVU Alumni Association. Uh, Sean, I want to get right back into it. Uh, what's the vision for Vertex Partners long term? What do you guys, what do you see as the vision? Well, it's really focused on growing other businesses. You know, it's yeah. it's a very interesting business because I'm I'm less interested in growing Vertex and more interested in growing everybody else. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And that is it, unique. Yeah, it, sure. it's yeah. it's very unique. And and so the vision is to really significantly increase the number of small businesses doing work for the DoD. So, for example, um, one of the one of the primary approaches that a small business can take to get into doing work for the DOD mm -hmm. is through what's called the small business innovative small business innovation research program SBIR SBIR yes and so if if you look at SBIRs for example this year uh, FY21 the Air Force the, the Air Force has 919 million dollars budgeted for that program, okay? I looked up the data just before I, I came in to make sure that I, I had it right. But the, the latest SBIR data that's out there is, is 2020. And so there was $3.8 billion mm. awarded in 2020 to small businesses through that program. 3.8 billion. West Virginia got $9 million. Wow. We're not getting our fair share. Yeah, yeah, we got to get our fair share. So let's sure. let's take that nine million to ninety million, right? Ten wow. x. Yeah, I mean, let's let's really ramp up. Let's really focus in the state. And I'll tell you, it's a great time mm -hmm. because we now have a new uh, NDIA, which is the um, National Defense Industrial Association. We now have a West Virginia chapter mm -hmm. here. Great. And so we've got uh, an active group uh, that is uh, really focused on the industry side uh, for, for DOD. Let's really get that going in the state. And mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of great ideas happening. I think that we can uh, partner with, uh, hopefully we're going to win some of these Build Back Better mm -hmm. uh, grants. Somebody here in the state, I know there were several that were put in. Hopefully some of those come through. We can partner with them and really start getting that going. And so the future of Vertex is really about taking that $9 million and let's turn that into $90 million. Yeah, that, that would be a game changer. It honestly. would be a game changer. Yeah. That's a lot of jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And great opportunities to build upon. You know, I think about, um, you know, the the idea of, of coming together, collaborating, as opposed to butting heads and, and competing, and this is my turf and that's your turf or whatever. But I it, it, I know you were influential in the Virgin Hyperloop announcement that came out a year ago or so, uh, and, and getting those folks around the table. Talk a little bit about that experience and, and why the, the Virgin Hyperloop folks were interested in coming to West Virginia. Well, I, I believe there were uh, there were a lot of reasons, but I, I'll, I'll tell you one of the main reasons, and that is that West Virginia 
is small enough mm-hmm. that we can really rally the troops. Yeah. We can bring people together. <laughs> and I remember that that first meeting we were at the uh, we're meeting at the WVU Alumni Association in our boardroom, and we had all of the key decision makers for the state in that one room. And Virgin had never seen anything like that. VHO had never seen anything like that. And and we were able to really turn things on. And so West Virginians can join arms. And when they do, and they huddle up, and they say, this is what we're going to go do, we can go make that happen. And and that is is key. Now, besides that, we've got great research going on at the institutions. We have a great place to live. I will tell you, the engineers that were out from Virgin Hyperloop, we're super excited to find out that they could work all day. They could drive 15 miles down the road and go mountain climbing and mountain biking fly and fishing. trail running and fly <laughs> fishing and whitewater rafting and so on and so forth, right? That's super cool, yeah. So being be, awesome. being able to uh, work and play mm. in the same location yep. is really important. And I think it's increasingly important for the young generations today. Yeah. You know, Sean, just listening to you talk, I think about West Virginia people, because you did talk about the people and you know, whether it's the military or West Virginians. And I think it, that, that's what it comes down to here in our state. But we do have a, a propensity for coming together and working together to solve problems. And whether it's a, a flood cleanup or it's, uh, you know, building, you know, physical infrastructure or working on the Virgin Hyperloop, there's no doubt we can do it you know, when we put our minds to it. And I think that's that's super cool and un, a lot of untapped potential there for sure. Well, be, be, being able to get everybody together, yeah. I, I'll tell you the business <laughs> summit that happens every year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, put on by the chamber down mm-hmm. at the Greenbrier, yep. that is a great event. Mm-hmm. Now, we have not had a defense topic down there and I'm hopefully gonna change that. That needs and, to change, yeah. And hopefully we yep. have that because we want everybody to realize mm what is going on in the state and what we can grow into. But mm. what a great opportunity to get all these business leaders from across the state for several days down there with the political leaders, yeah. right? Yeah. And everybody is working towards making West common, Virginia better. Common goal. Yeah. Common goal. Yeah, that, that's powerful for sure. So with Vertex Partners, what's one of the biggest challenges you guys are facing right now? Right now, it's making sure that we're uncovering these gems. You know, so how do you go do this and how do you scale it? Mm-hmm. I w- and and I, I think the scaling is is going to be an issue because we seem to be uncovering more and more every single day. And what really has to happen is we have to have deep conversations with these companies and mm-hmm. understand what they're doing. And then mm-hmm. we need to get them connected to the right people in the DOD. Yeah. And there's people that have tried to do this um, using advanced computer tools, artificial intelligence, Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. But what we discovered, what I discovered back in 2013 in Ohio, and what we're discovering now is you just cannot duplicate that human interaction yeah, relationship the the relationship and yeah. and and I think for the entrepreneurs that's that's a very important point Our mm. relationships are key you've yeah. got to build positive relationships and and so how how we scale that is something that I think we will struggle with as, as we go along and uncover more and more absolutely Sean you know when I think about uh, your company vertex partners and you know I may be sitting over here with a, a company that thinks that yeah, yeah, I'd like to get get involved with that. The D- Department of Defense, the Air Force, that sounds pretty cool. I think I could, I could bring some of these technologies that I'm developing or whatever it might be, a product. 
How do how does somebody like that that's hearing this today get connected with Vertex and what what's that process look like? The best way to do it is to go to our website. It's vertexpartners.org and that's V-E-R-T-X uh, partners.org. And on there, on the on the homepage, uh, there's a very short uh, form to fill out. It will take about a minute to do. And that comes into our database and, mm-hmm. and is highlighted to us. And then we will call that company. Wow. And, and we'll set up a time to have a conversation with that company, understand what they're doing, uh, see where they're at. Maybe, maybe they have done business with the government, perhaps with another agency, or maybe they've done business with the Navy, but never with the Air Force, right? Mm. Each, each company is a little bit different. And mm. so we need to understand where they're coming from and then talk with them about what we can do to help them out. And you help navigate that, that process, basically. And we help navigate the process. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm curious, uh, you know, you've got uh, vast military experience in the Air Force. You're leading a company. What's one of your principal leadership beliefs, if you will, that you'd like to share with us? That you you hire people that are different than you. You surround yourself Mm. with people that don't think just like you. Mm. And so Mm. diversity is key. Yeah, that's really good. you don't need to hire somebody that's just like you. In fact, you need to hire your opposite. (laughs) And the end to the yang. Yes. And and so I think uh, as these young leaders are thinking about building their companies and they're interviewing people Mm. and they're they're looking at who, who to bring on, they need to be looking for how to complement their own skill set. Mm. And sometimes that's tough, right? Because that person, maybe that person, because they're so different from you, it might scare, it might be a little scary. Yeah. But I think that that's exactly what a company needs is yeah. the diversity. If they don't look like you, they they are think differently than you. I think that it's a real positive. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. What's one piece of advice, Sean, that you would give to a young entrepreneur um, maybe they've got a product or a piece of technology that they're developing. They haven't taken the leap to, or even a step toward entrepreneurship. What's one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's thinking about starting a business, starting a company here in West Virginia? I think they need to find a mentor. Mm, yeah. I think a mentor uh, can play a very important role. You know, we, we, we learn about leadership and we learn about entrepreneurship and that in several different ways. One of it, one of those ways is actually doing it. Yeah. One way is um, reading about it. And another is watching it and interacting with somebody else and being able to learn the lessons from those who have gone before mm. is critical in that journey because yeah. it's hard. It's really, really tough. Yeah. And so if they can find a mentor, I, I believe that uh, it would be very beneficial for them and, and help take them along. That's way. awesome. Great, great advice. And and that's kind of a lost thing these days, you know, mentorship. You know, I had uh, going going through my career, I never had a formal mentorship. My wife, Rebecca, she's, she actually has a formal re- relationship with a mentor. Like they have a, you know, a compact, you know, here's, here's what we're going to meet once a, once every two weeks and we're going to talk about these subjects. And I think that's really cool. And that, that's great advice. You know, you can't learn about golf by reading about golf. You have, you have to go out and golf, you know, that's you have exactly to take right. a couple of swings and, and understand that, you know, what it feels like to hit it in the water, you know, uh, and, and same thing with business. You know, you can't just read about it in the book. You got to actually do it. And uh, that's, I, I love that advice, uh, having a great mentor or even a couple of mentors. What's one thing you do every day that you think 
uh, contributes to your success, Sean? Exercise. Yeah. Talk I think, about that. Yeah, it's it's been something that uh, I've done my entire life. I, I think going in the military, yeah, it was course, something yeah. that was expected and, 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 and it was the norm. And uh, being able to, for me, I, I run. And so being able to get out uh, on the road or on the trails mm. uh, without all the distractions that you have, all yeah. of that, the flood of things that, that come to us on our phones and emails. It's constant, and the, yeah, barrage. It's yeah. a constant barrage, right? And so being able to get out every day and kind of clear your mind, I think is really, really important. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's how I do it. That's great. I love it. And I think that is a... Uh, that's something we all can could do more of. I know myself, especially. What's one book you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or even a podcast you're listening to right now? Yeah, well, let, let me mention a couple um, a couple places that uh, an aspiring entrepreneur might think mm. about going. Yeah. Uh, one is, I'm not sure if you know who Steve Blank is, but Steve is a professor out at Stanford in their entrepreneurship program and steveblank.com is his website, I, I believe. He has a tremendous amount of resources out there. Mm. And, and just, and he's been in this business for, for a long time and, and you could literally spend days or weeks on his website. There's so much to read wow. about, but that's one place that I would go. That's great, yeah. And um, from a book standpoint, I would look at the business model generation uh, this book, uh, Eric Osterwalder, I think is how you pronounce his, mm -hmm. his last yeah, name. Yeah. What it does is it, it takes you through a process of, of thinking about your business, thinking about who your customers are, the value that you're bringing, mm -hmm. what, your, um, what your business model is, who your partners are, what channels you're going to market, and so on yeah, and so forth. Yeah. And so it kind of takes you in one piece of paper. And I know some of the um, entrepreneurial programs will use this book. I just think it's a great resource. And actually, even if you've been in business for a little while, it is a very good exercise to sit down and map that out for yourself mm. and see if maybe you're missing something. Might be a good review even. It could yeah. be yeah. a great review. And I'm going to mention one more place that I just love. And by the way, yeah, I listen yeah. to this when I run uh, oftentimes. But NPR is how I built this. Oh yeah, Guy Raz. Oh yeah. my gosh, love it. You know, yeah, I love I, I I I love that podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's that's awesome. We have a uh, a resources uh, section on our website at positivelywv.com where uh, all these resources you just mentioned will be listed, and folks can uh, check them out right there with a click of a link. And uh, so I just want to remind our listeners about that. Sean, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else that you think our audience would? Uh, would you know should know about your story, your your company, or, or or your personal story that we haven't covered? I would just say thank you, Jim, for doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Uh, being able to tell these stories, I really want to go down to Elkins and get donuts after listening <laughs> to last week. Um, but great. hearing about these businesses that are up and they're running and they're doing great things in West Virginia is really good. And we mm. need to stay positive and we need to take advantage of this innovation window that is open, yeah. this yeah. window of, of opportunity. Yes. And and just really drive, 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 hold hands, let's bring it in, let's huddle up, let's figure out how to do things. But telling these stories and allowing people to hear and be motivated by those who are out there doing that, I think it's a tremendous service for uh, all West Virginians. And by the way, I'll bet you a dollar 
that we've got West Virginians that don't live in West Virginia that are listening to this, listening to your podcast, and are thinking to themselves, all right, how do I go back home? Let's go back, yeah. And we Come need, back. We need them. We need them too. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. That's awesome. Sean, as we close out our time here, how can folks learn more? You gave your website. We're going to give you an opportunity to do that, plus we'll have links on that. Learn more about Vertex or even get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, really, our um, our website is the best spot. Um, at Vertex Partners on uh, Twitter uh, and Facebook uh, is a great place. And also LinkedIn. I'll mm. tell you, LinkedIn has been a very important uh, channel mm. for us. There's uh, That is the business site. Uh, mm. People pay attention to there. We've That's got great. articles on there. That's a, 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 another great place. But when the when the folks fill out that form on our website, uh, don't be surprised if they don't get an email or call from me. And um, somebody will be reaching out, but uh, eventually I'll be talking to them and hearing what they're doing and seeing what we can do to help them out. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's great. And we'll make sure, like I said, we have links to all that in the show notes section and on Facebook Live too. Uh, Sean, your your service uh, to to the Air Force is uh, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel, 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 Colonel uh, Sean Frisbee. It's been a real honor to have you on the show. Uh, again, thank you for your service. I think what you're doing with Vertex Partners is amazing. Uh, I think it really is opening the the window uh, of opportunity, like we've been discussing all show, uh, for these uh, folks who want to get involved with the military, the DOD, the Air Force. And uh, I think what you're doing is really great and keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Absolutely. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal wvnews.com and interaction media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across west virginia just like my new friend sean frisbee of vertex partners here in morgantown our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with their business story if you or someone you know would be a great guest on our show drop us a line on our website at positivelywv.com of course we appreciate your comments your positive reviews and encouragement as well. Thank you guys for that. And we love it when you guys share this, uh, these episodes on your social media channels as well. And be sure to check out our weekly show, the PWV Business Mastermind, every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, uh, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state to talk about a topic of the week and to help, you know, really West Virginia small business leaders succeed. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business, entrepreneurship, and even nonprofits in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Mr. Hampton Hill, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 